Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to the Spunky Spirit Podcast. I'm your host, psychic medium, Carrie Muggs. This is where we learn all things spirit, everything from spiritual gifts, awakenings, ghosts, aliens, and starseeds. Nothing is untouchable, but always fun and spunky. I am honored to be on this spiritual journey with you, so make sure you hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Spunky Spirit. I am Psychic Medium Carrie Muggs, and this week's episode is going to be about how to turn your wounds into your power. So how to heal. Because if you follow me, and I always say this, but if you follow me a lot, you know that I am so... Mental health is so important because spiritual growth is on the inside, not on the outside. It's all in you. And how you find your power and how you find your medicine or how you find yourself is to heal the wounds that you have. And so this week is all about healing your wounds to create your power. And when I say power, I don't mean like Jafar on Disney when he's like, I am so powerful. It's more like um, when the lights turn on, it's electricity. It's your, it's your electricity. It's your power that you're going to find. So that's what I mean by finding your power. Now, this is going to be sometimes, you know, healing our wounds or finding our wounds. Sometimes we just bury them. And if you are anything like me, I've been burying them for years. And now that I'm getting into this work, into spiritual work and into helping other people more, and in getting dealing with spirit, I have to go in and battle these wounds and battle these demons because when I was like looking into paranormal and stuff last year, they all the paranormal investigators would always say, if you have demons or you have stuff that you need to deal with, you better deal with it if you're going to go into the paranormal because they can use that against you, which I was like, that makes so much sense because I tell people all the time when they're battling or they need to deal with their spiritual stuff, it's all inside. It's all healing and you need to do your shadow work and heal before you can move up a frequency or move up a level. And a lot of people think, well, I'm all done healing. I'm all, that's not true. We have healing all the time. We, there's, we're never fully healed. We're always working on something. We're always having something that we need to work on or something that anyways. So this is going to help you take those wounds and turn them into your power, turn them into your light to transform or transmute that energy um, to a light, that darkness into light. Okay. So the first one is number one, you have to accept them. A lot of times we take them, we bury them, we try and forget them. We we just tell ourselves it's not that big of a deal. It's I can get over this. It's not that. My big thing was I would say it's not that big of a deal. This is what I, this is all I knew. I didn't know how big of a deal it was until I started talking about it. And then I thought, 
as I could hear myself talking, I was like, that is kind of crazy. That is kind of a big deal. So, and also too, when you accept these wounds, it nothing that you've ever gone through makes you less of a person or makes you more of a person. If you've gone through a lot, it doesn't make you better than anybody else. If you've gone through something excruciating, it doesn't make you less than anybody else. No one is more superior, inferior than you. It's just you and your journey. And you've got to do you because no one else can do you. And so when you accept these and when you deal with them instead of bury them or pretend they didn't happen or think that they weren't that big of a deal, then that's 90% of the job. Because once you accept them and once you accept that they're part of you and they're part of who you are, then that is like the leaps and bounds of how you can heal it or how you can accept who you are. And once we've accepted them, instead of burying them, we can heal them. And so that's what makes it, you have to deal to heal. You have to deal with it to heal it. So that's what I always deal to heal. So the one thing you can do is accept it, accept that it's there, accept that that happened, accept that that trauma happened, accept that 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 wound was created. Okay. Number two is you have to give yourself grace. You have to let it go and let it, let it change you. It's not, once you go through something that's traumatic and once you lose something, this is with grief too, you always kind of, you have that feeling that you just want to go back to normal. You want to go back to the way you were, or you want to go back to the way it was. That's never going to happen you're new. It's it's going to change you. It's going to make you different and you've got to accept who you're who you're becoming now. Who this new person is. Who this person is without this other person or who this person is that went through that. You've got to give yourself some grace and know that you are going to change and that's okay because that thing happened and you've got to move on. Not move on. I don't want to say that cuz that's kind of brutal, but Move forward into this new person that you are. Because once we've had a trauma in our lives, we are never going to go back to who we were before that. Never. Um, And there's going to be things that trigger it throughout your life. There's going to be things that happen throughout your life that it's going to be hard because you're going to lose, you're going to grieve that person you were before. So not only are you grieving if it's, if it's a loss, you're grieving that person that you lost, but also too, if you're dealing through the trauma or you're dealing through the trauma that you dealt with with the loss, you're going to have to deal with the trauma and the grief of losing who you were before that trauma happened. And so you have to accept who you are and you have to accept the journey. You have to accept that it happened, not deny it, not bury it, not think it's crazy, not not think you're crazy, but you got to accept this new person that you're going to become. You're going to create this new person anymore. You're not that person who you were before, and that does not define you. You need to let it go also too of what other people's opinions of you are. So if people are like, oh, you've changed. Well, yeah, I've changed. I've been through something pretty traumatic. And so, yes, I've changed. And you know what? We're supposed to change. We're not supposed to be the same person throughout our whole life. We're supposed to change and learn and have a journey and experience these these things. And so 
if people, I remember when I was going through my divorce and my ex was like, you've changed. Well, duh, I've changed. You, I changed because of the pain. I changed because of the things that I went through. I changed and I'm a better person because of it. Not a worse person. I deal to heal. So yes, I've changed. And that I'm proud of that. So when people have said, when people tell you you've changed, be proud of that. Because whether you've changed for the better or for the worse is their opinion. It's up to you who you get to be or how you've changed. Um, you get to embrace the new you. You get to embrace what you've created because this is your life, not theirs. And you get to create that. So that's number two. Number three, this is really hard because I don't want it to um, demean what you've gone through and I don't want it to lessen what you've gone through, but I want you to view it as an experience, not as a lesson. And when I said lesson last time, I meant like belittle. Um, trauma is a big deal, but I don't want it this to, when I say view it as an experience, I'm not saying what you went through wasn't hurtful and it wasn't real and it wasn't traumatic for you. I'm just saying, instead of like tr treating it as a lesson, like a pass or fail thing, I want you to experience, I want you to realize that it was an experience. Whether it was a good or bad experience, you get to determine that. And usually trauma is not a great experience, but you, I want you to treat it like it was an experience and not like a pass or fail thing, not like you're being punished. A lot of times when bad things happen to us, we think we're being punished by God or by spirit or by the gods or whatever. Greek people all the time thought they were being punished by the gods. And this is not the truth. You're never being punished when you go through a trauma. What you are having is an experience. Now, whether you wanted to create that experience in a past life or, or in in pre before you came here, that is something you can deal with on your own. I don't know the answers to that. I think there are some things on this earth that we chose to deal with or experience. And there's some things on earth that just happened to us by circumstance. And we have to create how we want to react to that. So, so just know, treat it like an experience. There's not a pass or fail. There's no textbook on how to get through it. There's no, I need to do it this way. There's no, it's just an experience. You had an experience and you get to create how you get to respond to that experience. And that's pretty much it. Um, this is a journey that you, this life is a journey and it's, there's going to be uphills and downhills on this journey and you get to decide how you accept them or how you deal with them. And I, in my journey, have buried most of my stuff, buried it and pretended that I was just making too big of a deal out of it. It wasn't that big of a deal. And then um, when I decided to figure this one thing out, all this other stuff come, started coming out and now it's like, holy crap, that was crazy. And you know what? It's not good to bury it because when you bury it, that emotion, when you just bury that emotion, then that emotion starts to give you disease or make you sick or give you anxiety or give you burying it. I used to think was the best thing I wanted to do because I didn't want to dwell on it. I didn't want to go back and think about it. I didn't want to, I didn't want to make it worse. I didn't want to give it life, but honestly, unburying it and dealing with it is hard, but it's been so good for me because it helps me, it gives me aha moments, it gives me downloads, it helps me realize why I did the things I did. And it's just been a beautiful process. It's been hard. 
the shadow work always is, but it's beautiful. And so it's part of your journey. It's part of making that shadow into light, like I said before. So it gives you power. When you have power over it, when you have power over your wounds, then that's when you get your power back. So number four is keep going. So I know sometimes you run into a brick wall and I want to lighten this, liking it to when I ran a marathon, there's this thing called the wall that you hit. And um, when I was running the marathon, there were times when I would just be like, oh my gosh, I can do this. I thought I could conquer the world. And then there was times when I thought, that I couldn't make it one more step or it was too painful or it was too hard. And then there was times when I would hit then like, I think mile 20 is when I hit the wall and I thought I couldn't do this, but I'm going to tell you every, every step in that marathon, it was like one minute I thought I couldn't do it. And I thought, I thought I can't do this anymore. And then like two miles later, I was like, I'd hit my, I'd get my second wind or I'd feel like I could conquer the world. And this is what life is like. And those walls are not to stop you. Those walls are you to freaking break down. Brick walls are for you to hammer down, get through them. They're not for you to stop. They're for you to either jump over them or just hammer them down and get through them. So keep going. Don't think this is too hard. I can't do this anymore. Don't think I don't want to deal with this anymore. Just keep going. If you need to take a rest, that is 100% okay. Then rest. That's fine. Resting is always good, but don't quit. Don't quit trying to heal. Don't quit. Don't give up on you. You don't give up on other people. So why give up on you? Just you are the most precious gift and your power and your authenticity is the most important thing that you're ever going to have. And so don't give up on that. Don't give up on you. So keep going, keep moving, keep going forward, tear down those freaking brick walls or jump over them, however you want to do it. But, and it may seem hard and it may seem like you can't do it, but I promise you, you can, you can get over that wall and it's painful. Like the marathon was painful. Two days afterwards, I was like super sore and could hardly walk. But you know what? Now I can say I did it. And it was amazing. And I feel good about it. So that's, that's awesome. That's, I grabbed my power back and I took it back. And that's what you deal. That's what you do when you heal. You grab your power back. This one, number five, is my favorite. So, and very seldom do we do this. We've all heard about generational trauma generational stuff and I never really understood it but here's the thing even if I don't understand it even if you don't understand it I kind of get it now I deal I feel like we leave the energy of our trauma at that space and I feel like sometimes that that's why places are haunted or that's why p- places have different energy because sometimes people have traumatic events in that space and it helps that's where the energy is so my favorite thing is to call on your ancestors because sometimes the trauma is generational. If it's alcohol, if it's abuse, if it's something like that that's been handed down generation after generation, then the ancest- your ancestors are completely there to help you. Even if it's not generational and it's just something you've gone through or you've gone through by yourself, your ancestors are still there to help you. I feel like we don't give our ancestors enough credit um, I know that some religions do. I know that when we wa- when I watch Mulan, it talks about the ancestors. I know that cultures, some cultures truly believe that their ancestors are watching over them. I know Native Americans do. Um, I know 
the, I think it was Coco. Is it Coco in the Disney movie? They talk about their ancestors. I'm telling you, with as much readings as I've done and all the things that have come through, our ancestors, even if you do not know them personally or you did not know them on earth, they are with you and they guide you and they direct you. They guide you with your spirit guides. They help you. They watch over you and they protect you. And if you're dealing with generational trauma, then they're even there even more. Because when you heal that generational trauma, you heal them and you heal their trauma and they get to call back their power too. So when you're the one on earth that's going to heal that generational that trauma that's been handed down and handed down and handed down, when you finally heal that here, you also heal them. It's crazy and I don't know how to explain it, but I know that it's true. And so call on your ancestors because they are, and not even ones that you know, like sure, maybe your father has passed or maybe some ancestors, grandma, grandpas have passed. I guarantee you, they are helping you. And the ones that have been specifically through that trauma on earth or know what you're going through, they are the ones who are going to help you the most with it. It's so crazy. So you can call on your ancestors. So you know that Mulan song when she says, you'll bring honor to us all. Um, When she says, oh, ancestors, hear my plea. That's perfect. Like, that's perfect. God, when, when you call on your ancestors, you're not defying God. You're not because you all work as one. We all work as one. We all are one. We all are connected. We all are divine. And so when you call on your ancestors or when you have ceremonies for your ancestors or hold altars for your ancestors or the gravestones or the anything like that, that is their energy helping you. Tattoos hold their energy if you get them with the intention of them. So call on your ancestors. If there is something that you're struggling with, call on your ancestors to help you. There was some stuff that I was going through um, to try and help heal. And I can't even tell you how many da- how many times my dad showed up for me to deal with it, to help. Because a lot of it was maybe from him from childhood. But so he would obviously be there to help me with it, right? Because he, if you follow me, you know, he was an alcoholic, great guy, but he had some alcohol issues. And just know that I know that my grandmother has stepped up. Both of them on both sides have stepped up to help me deal with some issues and I can feel their presence and I know that they're there. And every time I do a reading, grandparents will always come in or ancestors always come in and say, I know you're going through this and I know you're going through this and I know you're going through this and I'm here helping you. This is what I'm here to do. This is, we're all part of soul families and we're all part of this soul family and they want nothing more than to help us on this journey and they want to help us to heal so we can step into our power and we can help heal them. So call on your ancestors, pray to them, um, talk to them, write in your journal to them. They hear you regardless. They hear you when you talk out loud to them. They hear when you write and ask God, pray to God and pray that you can help with with him, his or her, the universe with their understanding and with that power of assurance and consistency and comfort and confidence that you can get through this because because if anything god is going to be your number one supporter your ancestors and your guides but they work with the divine and the divine wants you to come home and the divine wants you to i want you to think of god as 
um, not of somebody who sent you on this earth to learn all these lessons and have a pass or fail test. God, I want you to imagine when you were little and you'd go outside and play and your mom would say, okay, it's time to go play. And you'd go outside and you'd have this back in the day before there were phones, you'd have this big adventure all day long. And then when the light turned on, when the light post turned on, you knew it was time to go home. Or when the lights flickered on your house, (laughs) the porch light would flicker on your house. It was time to go home. And so when you went home and your parents opened their arms and said, how was your day? And you told them all about the things that you did while you're on your, while you're playing. This is what your journey through life is. This is what God wants you to do and your ancestors want you to do. They're not, you're not going to go home and say when the light flickers or the light post turns on, the corner street lamp turns on, you're not going to go home and God's going to be like, okay, what did you do? And did you pass or fail? And did you do this wrong? God's going to say, welcome home and tell me all about your journey. So God wants you to heal, heal so you can step into your power. Your ancestors want you to heal. Your soul wants you to heal, deal to heal. And so do it because that's when you become authentically you. When you accept yourself for all the trauma that you've ever gone through and you accept yourself for the way you handled it and you accept yourself for the way you are now or who you changed into after the trauma, this is when you get to step into your, your power. So those are the, I think, six things that you do to, to turn your wounds into your power. And when you turn your wounds, your power becomes your medicine and that's how you heal. Your medicine can also help heal other people. Once you deal with your stuff and you heal your shit, then you can help other people with theirs. And that's why it's so important as an empath, as a healer, as a person that affects other people and your own self that you heal yourself so you can finally also, once you heal it and deal with it, then you can help others. And that's what we're here to do because we're all just on this journey to help each other home. That's what we're here to do. And sometimes we're not very helpful, especially when we haven't dealt with our own stuff. So that is how it sounds super simple and it's not. It's super, it can be really painful and it can be really hard and it can cause some anxiety and depression, but once you get through it, it is the most amazing thing you can ever do for yourself. So if you need counseling to do it, I highly recommend you do that too, because sometimes we can't do it on our own. And so I suggest that you find a counselor because your mom is not equipped to handle it. Your siblings are not equipped to handle it. And your friends are not equipped to handle it. Venting sessions are great, but counselors, people who have, who've been trained in this, know how to give you the tools to deal with the triggers or, or know how you deal, how you express your feelings and they can help you in that way. So I hope that helps you heal. Now, I finally got into my new place. Everything is good. I'm still dealing with some of the little issues like curtains and things like that, but it's all good. But there's going to be some amazing things coming this year because this last year, I also had to heal a lot. I really firmly believe that my tumor that I had had a lot to do with all the stuff that I buried. And I'm starting to deal because I want to heal because I want to help other people heal. And so this year is going to be 
kick ass. This year is going to have lots of stuff, lots of spirit circles, lots of events, lots of group readings. Now be patient because I got to figure out how to do them because I've had to cut back on, if I do, if I add group readings, I got to cut back on other things. So I'm trying to navigate that and figure out how that all works. But I promise you this year is going to bring in a punch. It's going to have full, I'm going to plan on retreats. I'm planning on um, lots of different things. So be prepared because it is time. 2024 is going to be the year and you are going to heal. You're going to heal to deal and I'm going to help you through it. And so, and so here we go. It's going to be fun. Now, if you need, um, if you want to follow me on Instagram at Carrie Muggs or on my Facebook page, Spunky Spirit, or on my YouTube page at Carrie Muggs, then you'll know all of the details. You can also sign up for my email letter. I send out every Tuesday. You will not get spam, but all of this stuff will We'll put, if you're in my newsletter, you'll be the first to know because my newsletter people know way before anybody else. But if you want to, and you can um, join that at carrymugs.com and join my newsletter. But these things, they sell out fast. My, my last spirit circle sold out in two days. So if you want to be in the know, go to my, go to my website and sign up for my newsletter, but also watch my Instagram, watch my Facebook, watch my YouTube for all the up and coming things, because it's going to be it's going to be a journey and I want you to come because I, because I feel like you're, I owe you, you are why I'm here. You are why I have come this far and I want you to be part of it. So I love you and I mean it and I'll see you next week. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.